0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Confessions of a Market Maker, Market Recap Edition. I'm your co-host, Ray, aka the Alabaster Disaster, and I'm joined by my co-host, the man with trance-inducing vocals, JJ, and we're here to recap the market and the news surrounding the week of October 21st through the 25th. So, JJ, how'd your trading week go?
1: It was pretty good. Very slow at the beginning.
0: Uh, got off to a very slow start. And,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, you know, then finally, you know, I started to see the market a little bit better. Uh, I found this week, I definitely was not intelligent first thing in the morning. So I had to wait until the profile kind of told me its story so I could follow along and then actually see the market. And that's okay.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like the, I mean, you you didn't trade the first couple of days, if I remember correctly, right?
1: No, I didn't. I just I just wasn't feeling it. I was feeling off. I was feeling biased, and I just don't put my capital at risk to force things when you know I know I'm going to screw up. Right? Absolutely. There, there's no reason. So you know, you just chill out. The market will tell you what it's going to do. And boy, did it ever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it did. And so this episode, it's a new addition to the podcast. Uh, we'll be releasing this on. Friday every week, we'll be recapping the week in the markets, how it traded, and the relevant news. Uh, JJ, so we'll start off, why don't you talk to us about the market's behavior this week?
1: Well, you know, we did have a gap up, um, you know, quite a significant gap on on the 10th and the 11th there. And ever since then, I've been just talking like one of those old guys who repeats everything over and over again, that value has been developing higher and higher and higher. And, um, you know, we've been holding the two gaps that we have below us values developing higher. And I just do not see a lot of natural sellers out there, you know, Mm -hmm. while the market's sort of balancing and it broke out of that balance today and, uh, definitely caught a lot of people short, you know, a nice P formation in the profile. Uh, but everything this week, ever since, you know, we started into those gaps, um, around the 9th 10th 11th in that area and uh once the market started going higher into this earnings cycle um i just i could not see a reason for you know i mean of course you can short during the time frame I you know it seems that we're accepting prices at higher levels i mean we flushed this market out twice pretty good so we don't really have a lot of resistance here (laughs) you know yeah um and, um, you know, as soon as we get over those all time highs, I mean, they've got it's some pretty thin air here. They could slice right through. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I and, was like struggling to find <laughs> trading references today. Yeah. You know, you know, I was going back
1: to July, you know, looking at single prints and they, they were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, our uh, our day high was, uh, you know, right in uh, a set of single prints from way back. Wow. and uh yeah so that's the nice thing about profiling you know it can kind of help tailor your expectations you can actually i can see where a trend day is going now once you know i get my uh my hard head wrapped around the fact that oh it's a trend day
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know especially when you start seeing things like three sets of single prints you know one filled but you know those single prints around levels like when you break out of value and you get single prints and when you break out of uh a weekly or a balance high and you get single prints there meaning that this is emotional i have to buy because i'm short and i'm covering not really because i want to buy um and you see that kind of price action um you know it's it's a go with kind of move you don't want to stand in front of that
0: for so, sure for sure for sure yeah. and uh yeah i know we're not in the business of pre- predicting things predicting where the market's going to go but are there any <laughs> <dear> few <laughs> scenarios <laughs> are there any scenarios? that you're potentially looking for developing next week?
1: Well, uh, next week, I want to, you know, we did break out on some really poor structure. The way this market closed, they could have had a beautiful uh, short trap rally at the end because we have so many, they had so many stops all the way down as it sort of cascaded down very nicely. Um, They could have ran those stops. They tried in uh, M period, but they just didn't have the juice to do it Mm -hmm. in the last half hour of the day. Um so that close wasn't the greatest but value was higher we're you know 9 half hour periods wide over 3021 uh you know and that's also confirmed by volume there's some volume up there so you know value is definitely higher today it's on bad structure right so next sure. week i'll see if we come back in and uh test that balance range. And if we test it, we, you know, do we get accepted back in or do we reject back out to the upside? And there's a ton of earnings next week too. So, and the, of course the, as our good friend and mentor, Peter Resnicek says the fed monster truck rally at the end of the month. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, shout out to Peter, um, yep. you know, um, wouldn't be here without you. And, uh, of course, Mr. Dalton. Uh, but yeah, we have, you know, 118 companies on Monday and 262 on Tuesday and I think 359 and 368 Wednesday, Thursday. Wow. Um, and I think 82 on Friday, something in, like, you know, in those areas. So the, we still have a lot of earnings to come out. Um, and, um, so I'm in a wait and see mood, but so far, you know, people don't mind paying up,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yep. That's for sure. And it'd be interesting next week. And so transitioning to the news, there's a petition going around to remove the pattern day trader rule PDT. Mm, Yes. Twitter degenerates are flocking to go sign. (laughs) Well,
1: I'll tell you something, you know what? We don't have the PDT rule in Canada
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you know, they put that rule in place because people were trading like just, you know, drunk sailors on shore leave when in the nineties they were, you know, buying and selling and buying and selling and buying and selling until there was nothing left in the account. Mm -hmm. So that's why they put that in place. Um, Maybe it needs some modification, you know, uh, maybe three or whatever it is, is, is too limiting. Mm -hmm. But I tell you in Canada, we don't have a PDT rule and I don't really know a lot of successful penny stock traders in Canada. I know a lot of penny stock bag holders right. And people who are just buried in penny stock deals. Um, you know, um, you know, but I don't see a lot of successful, uh, penny stock day traders. Now I know a couple of people who do trade very high risk stuff, but they have insane discipline. Uh, they spend most of their free time reading sec reports, uh, you know, filings, uh, and they're looking at dilution and things like that and how to trade dilution. And, uh, you know, but it's a lot of work, <laughs> you know, sure, sure. and I, I, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. So, you know, maybe they, you know, maybe they need to amend the PDT rule, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know what people are going through cause you have a smaller account. Come to futures, man. You mm-hmm. know, come to futures there. You can have a small account. You can learn how to trade well. You can trade a thick market. You know, I know I sound like, you know, uh, you know, the guy advertising the sham wow, but you know, uh, come one, come all. It's, it's, it, it's, I don't know why you would bother trading that stuff if you could come and trade a stable market where your odds of actually having success and consistency are much better.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and you, you can, know. and, yeah, you know, not to sound like the sham wow guy, but, uh, you know, from somebody who used to trade that in, in read candlesticks or attempt to read candlesticks the market profile speaks to you on so much more in-depth level you have an idea of what's going on what type of players are in the market uh, it's just a whole different ball game
1: well yeah and you know you know if people if people don't understand uh what's going on in the world you know there was an article that came out in the wall street journal and all over yesterday that i'm sure a lot of people didn't really pay attention to but uh, FINRA uh, fined uh, BNP Paribas $15 million over money laundering controls. Uh, one of the things that they nailed them for uh, was related to their prime brokerage, where they were taking the restrictive legend off penny stock certs, means that they were locked up... Um, 144 certs that weren't legally allowed to be sold and they would let them sell those through their prime brokerage. Um, So there was a lot of money uh, that went through that. Uh, And it also says that they processed more than 70,000 wire transfers with a value of 233 billion with a B Hmm. dollars. Uh, I don't know how much of that is, is due to the penny stock activity. But, uh, you know, if you people are out there trading that stuff and you see numbers like that going across the screen at a prime broker, and let me tell you a prime broker is where the people who put in the supply of all the garbage you guys are buying, that's, that's where they put it into the system through their prime broker. Mm -hmm. And so if those guys are taking, um, and selling stock that they shouldn't be doing, and that's a big company. Right. I'm surprised they only charged, uh, you know, find them $15 million. That's, that's a lot of cabbage that they weren't really keeping track of. Um, You know, you see things like that. I I, I don't know why, why why. just come to a nice regulated market. The CME does a wonderful job of market regulation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, you know, it's, it's an actual publicly traded company. Uh, You know, it's, it's significant. It has a history. Um, you know OTC markets. Uh, you know it's a different story, right? It's mean, yeah, an exchange that's that, that's an exchange that's owned by a human being. Hmm. You know, um, mm. so you know, not nothing against him. You know, he's got a great business going. Uh, but you know, if you're a you know a small account holder, um, I wouldn't put so much leverage on the PDT rule. wanted to come learn how to trade a safe market? Not a safe market, but a more consistent
0: regulated. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, I mean, there's been petitions like this in the past, I mean, I think at least two really I can remember, yeah, so I think just the chances of this even getting passed, I mean, I think they need a hundred k signatures within a month if if I'm getting the facts right, so I, I still think I, this is uh, a long shot anyway to even I, get I, signatures to come.
1: I've never even heard of such a thing. I was actually surprised to see it, and I commented on it,
0: but yeah, you know. yep, well, in other news, WeWork is paying its founder over a billion dollars to go away. Uh, Yeah, WeWork WeWork has fallen from a projected 50 billion to just five billion dollars. Some are calling uh, Newman the most talented grifter of our time.
1: Well, you know, these guys, uh, you know, we might offend some Silicon Valley people here, but, you know, you guys are really drinking the Kool-Aid a little too hard here, you know. (laughs) know, uh, let, Let me just say this, because you have a black turtleneck, in your closet (laughs) does not mean you're Steve jobs. Okay. (laughs) All right. You know, uh, everyone's got a pair of jeans. Everyone's got a black top, uh, doesn't make you the inventor of Apple. Sorry to say, you know, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, and it's just evidence that there's just too much big, there's too much money floating around yeah you know, if people are indiscriminately uh, spending, but hey, you know if you're if you're selling a pair of jeans for a thousand dollars and a baseball hat for five hundred bucks, why not
0: you know yeah, yeah, yeah and you've been you've been saying to this this to me that there's too much money in this market since the time I think we've came in contact yeah and I mean, uh, I'm starting to understand now people are buying Halloween costumes for their dogs yeah.
1: right. <laughs> nuts yeah (laughs) right i mean if that's not a technical indicator that the market's overvalued i don't know what is i mean i love dogs but yeah you know i used to have newfoundlands and saint bernards i mean i would not dress you know that's a animal.
0: it's crazy i laughed i laughed like that because you know i I used to see this girl and she would put sweaters on a shit zoo down here in florida and i'm like you're torturing the damn dog the dog the dog's gonna be sweating It already has all that fur you're torturing it I don't know. So anyway, that's, that's,
1: that's our technical indicator. It is uh, pet clothing. And when that market peaks, (laughs) we we know
0: the pet clothing indicator.
1: It's, you know, people, people will just keep buying and spending money. It's just, it's the way it is. And and God bless them because that keeps the economy going. Yeah. But um, as far as the market's concerned, You know, we, we don't seem, we don't seem to mind, you know, I mean, look what happened to Amazon. I mean, it just came roaring back today. It was scary. Um, Oh yeah. You know, how that, you know, how that stock traded it, uh, it it just, you know, so there's, there's just, there's just way too much money and uh, they're just, they're just having way too much fun. So, you know, (laughs) we'll just keep partying until somebody starts uh, tapping us on the shoulder. Yeah.
0: uh, And hopefully that's
1: someone is market profile. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man, the, the pet clothing indicator. I wrote yeah. that one down. So all you out there, most Definitely. reliable indicator out there. Yeah. There we go. All right. Now last topic, uh, earnings season uh, is open upon, or is upon us. Uh total of 715 companies reported this week. Uh, anyone stood out to you, Jay? Uh, not really.
1: I noticed Budweiser got kind of hammered a little bit you know mm-hmm. I feel bad for those folks um,
0: but why's it got hammered you did that on purpose you know, uh, well you know I'm, yeah.
1: Canadian. I'm Canadian
0: good yeah,
1: man um, you know old Rotten Ronnie's too McDonald's um, you know sold off that'll be a buy somewhere I'm not a technical guy but I'd have to take a look at that mm-hmm. uh, you know governments come and go but the McDonald's are always forever you know Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah so far so far people uh, you know people don't mind paying higher prices mm-hmm. um, and uh, I, I think I see a lot of you know there was, a couple of weeks ago it was the end of the world and uh, the market's going to go to 2200 and you know all of this stuff and we're looking at this recession and everything and you know now I'm seeing you know us trade near the all-time high today yeah. and I, I noticed that uh, you know the talking heads and, and they're all sort of you can see the fears kind of been replaced by a little greed. You know, you—it's interesting when you see that happen. You know, people go from scared to like, yeah, well, maybe it's not a bad deal down here.
0: You know, <laughs> it's crazy thin line, huh? It's thin a, line.
1: Yeah, it's a thin line, right? Yeah. So,
0: so, so you know, so JJ, I want—I wanted to ask you as, as somebody who is new to trading, like myself, what kind of effects can earnings season uh, have on the market in general?
1: Well, I mean, the market—the market has been waiting mind you at higher prices all week Mm -hmm. to see what kind of earnings these companies are pumping out. And nothing has been severely, severely bad. So the, the market gets an indication of that. And of course the market trades ahead of earnings um, sometimes a little too far ahead of earnings, Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, but uh, you know, it's basically looking at that and always remember that um, you know, it's the last quarter. Christmas is coming, Thanksgiving. Uh, People need to mark up those positions, you know, because everybody has to get the GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip, as Eddie Murphy would say in trading places. So, um, you know, there is an incentive um, to take this market higher. And good gosh, there's enough money sitting in the sidelines. You know, we have money management firms with trillions of trillions of dollars, and they're putting it to work in less and less uh, publicly traded product. Remember, there are fewer publicly traded companies now than there were before, and that's diminishing due to regulation and accounting and legal fees and listing fees and all of you know and liability with shareholders. So a lot of these people, because they have so much cash, you know, are doing you know keeping companies private, and that's going to be a tro- that's going to be a problem one day when you have to liquidate and you're the only one who's been buying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's the nice thing about public companies. At least you can find a bid. It might be $40 or below where you want, hmm. but there, there might, you know, there's going to be a bid somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can get out, uh, except, except of course in the worst situations, but, um, yeah, you know, they're pushing more and more money into less and less product. So, you know, the markets just have nowhere to go, but up, you know, they're just getting pushed and pushed and pushed higher. Um, so you know we'll we'll just keep you know I'm not going to step in front of it you know I trade on the day time frame so um and you know maybe a little swing every once in a while but um you know it's it's the one thing i have noticed though ever since the china talks is the tweeting has kind of calmed down a little bit it has i action yeah you know we we haven't had the uh the crazy go nuts tweet run the stops you know yeah. You know, make everybody cry then run them back down the other way, make everybody cry. We haven't had that for a while. Knock on yeah. wood.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And uh <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, that that's about it, you know. Excellent. That's Excellent. Good stuff, it, man. Yeah. I just want to uh thank thanks everyone for listening. Uh first market recap. We're going to keep coming out with these every Friday. Uh to all the listeners, if you guys enjoy us. Uh please rate and review us. Me and JJ greatly appreciate that. Any questions you guys have for us, uh, we will answer on the pod. We'll do that on our uh, other weekly pod. Hit us up on Twitter. uh, Leave it in the comments on YouTube or in uh, iTunes, wherever you guys are listening to it. Really appreciate you guys. So for the gorilla, I am Rambunctious Raymond. (laughs) You guys have a safe weekend.
1: Have a great weekend, everyone. Please get into some trouble for me.
0: (laughs) All right. All right, bye, Jay.